I want to take this opportunity to welcome to this special program and topic that I believe the Lord has given me a burden to share with the body of Christ on a topic that is very, very vital to the body in the times we are living in. I want to share with you on a very special message entitled Surviving Your Feminine. Surviving Your Feminine you may sit there and wonder, what is, what is Bishop Mbai up to? What is Bishop Mbai talking about when he says, he wants to share on a topic on surviving your feminine? Which feminine is he talking about? I want you to understand that even before I dive or before I get into the message, I want to explain to you that feminines are real. When, it, when, we, when we talk about feminines, we talk about feminines in the absence of a harvest. When there is no rainfall, when there is shortage of rain, farmers do not harvest their expected harvests. They go through a period of distrust because either the crops have not germinated from the ground, they are still on the ground, or they have germinated but they have dried up at a certain stage of their growth, or they are stagnated and they don't get the end result. In other words, they experience a famine. Then there is drought that comes after a famine. After the crop failure, after the crop failure and the failure of rain, there comes a drought. That drought, that period of drought, and that time when nothing is working, and people are going through a time of anxiety and wondering and hopelessness, and you know they, they don't know what to do now that what they expected to get out of this has not come forth, the harvest is gone, then that is the period we refer to as a time of famine. It is not just farmers who go through a famine, a time of famine, or a period of famine. Even people, everybody, Every person who has grown beyond the hedge of accountability is possible in their lifetime they go through different species, uh, time frames which can be referred or can qualify to be a feminine. And therefore I want to talk to you on how to survive through that period of time when your expectations are frustrated, when your hope is shattered, when your dreams have been cut short, when what you thought you could do, whether you are a student in school and your dreams have been cut short or they are constantly interrupted or violated by either lack of uh, school fees or college fee or just because you can't really quite pass the examinations to a parent who is who has teenagers or has just gotten into marriage or somebody who has gotten into marriage and they thought marriage was going to be the best thing it would be going to be you know a celebration throughout and then they are discovering that things are not the way they thought they could be i want you to understand you are my target audience you businessman you business lady that are, that has invested so much you have invested so much in your business and my goodness customers have not come or the orders you supplied or the things you supplied you have not been paid and it's now six months three months or you have gotten a job you thanked god you you know you testified in church or you taught friends that you got a new job and now three months your boss has not even paid you a penny and you're wondering god how do i survive the transport costs the rising transport costs how do i survive the rentals i have to rent a house i have to heat i have to drink i have to heat i have to go to church i have to give an offering i have to do whatever you know these are the kinds of things i'm talking about to even that young mother 
and that young mother who has a baby in the womb you just got pregnant you've been trusting god for a baby and you got you just got confirmed that you're pregnant but now you are developing complications and the doctors are telling you a message that is very different or that person that is going through just lost a job i want to talk to you today on how to survive through that period of famine turn with me to the book of genesis chapter 26 i will share it in two or three part series and i want to begin with verses one to five and share this message as the first part and i want you to join me because you will be tremendously impacted by this message and blessed by the lord because god believes in your survival and god has got your back bible the, in the book of genesis chapter 26 verse 1 to 5 the bible says there was a famine in the land beside the first famine that was in the days of abraham and isaac went to abimelech king of the philistines bible says in gerar in verse 2 the bible says then, then the Lord appeared to him and said, Do not go down to Egypt. Live in the land for which I tell you. Dwell in this land, and I'll be with you and bless you. For to you and your descendants I'll give all these lands, and I will perform the oath which I swore to Abraham your father. I will make your descendants multiply as the stars of the heaven. I will give to your descendants all these lands, and in all your seed all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. Verses 5, the Bible says, Because Abraham obeyed my voice and kept my charge, my commandments, my statutes, and my laws. This is the text of scripture that I'm going to use to talk to you on surviving in your famine. I guarantee you, my brother, this word is what you need and this word is what I need in the time that I'm living in. You are either coming out of a famine or you are already in a famine or you are about to get into a famine. I guarantee you that. So long as you are living in this world, so long as you are you're living in this world, you need to understand that there will be different challenges that come, will come into your life. The focus of today's message is not even Abraham, although verse 1 begins by talking about Abraham, but it quickly shifts to Isaac, his son. The Bible says when, Abraham, when Isaac was a young man, his father, there was a famine in the land, and his father, Abraham, you know, gathered everybody, gathered the, his wife, gathered his children, gathered his animals, gathered whatever he had, and he told them, we cannot stay here in this famine. And you know what he did? He gathered all of them when Isaac was young. He gathered all of them, put them on camelbacks, not in buses and, uh, and limousines like today, or choppers or planes. He put them on horsebacks or on camels, and they crisscrossed the deserts into Egypt. They went to Egypt. He took them to Egypt. In, and I want you to understand, they don't want you, I want you to stay with me here and understand that Abraham was the man to show the way then. Abraham was the man to show the way then. He was the one to tell his wife and children how you behave and what you do when there is a famine. So what did he do? Instead of telling them, let's hang in here and fight this famine and confront it and defeat it, you know what he did? He told them, we have to run away. We have to run away to another country to survive this. If we stay here, we will die. So for us to survive, we need to run away. We need to get out of here. 
and he took them to the land of Egypt when Isaac was young. Little did he know that in the mind of this little Isaac, or his son Isaac, he was printing a very clear message that when things get tough, you don't stay. You don't weather them. You run away. You get out. You go somewhere. You know, that's, he didn't know that he was communicating a very interesting message in the mind and recording it in the mind of his son. That when things get tough, you run away. And Isaac realized, oh yeah, I'm watching my dad is my hero. He's the one who is teaching me how to survive and how to go through everything that I face in life. So dad has just told me or has just told us we pack and leave and go to another country. And here we go to Egypt. So they went to Egypt and of a truth, they survived the famine. So let's forward things forward. Abraham dies and the Lord and is buried and he goes to be with the Lord and he's rested. But now his son Isaac is now a grown man with, a fa with families, with a family. He has animals, he's wealthy, he's rich, he's famous, he has fem female servants and male servants. And now what happens? The season of famine strikes and his wife, his servants and all the animals are staring at him to lead or to provide guidance on what to do now that there is a famine. Hey, guess what? Isaac had been told by his father or through the actions of his father that you don't stay, you don't sit, you don't, uh, you don't prepare yourself and face a situation. You run away from the situation. So what did he do? He announced to his wife and children and servants, female servants and male servants, and or he cannot talk to his goats and camels and, uh, and sheep, but he announced to the servants who keep the sheep that we are now to evacuate. We are now to leave. We need to leave to go to another country. We have to go to where our father's shoulders, we need to go. He did not pray about it. He did not even consult anybody about it. He did not even think that he needed to consult anybody about it. Why? He had a perfect example. He knew what they're supposed to do. He knew they were supposed to run away because during the famine, his father told them that we go away. So guess what? He simply, without thinking, without even asking God whether it is time to leave or to stay, he decided just to leave and tell his, uh, his wives and servants, we are packing and we are leaving and we are going down to Egypt. But as they packed their things, as they packed their things and prepared to evacuate, to leave, the word of the Lord comes to Isaac and he tells him, Isaac, you're not just living your life the way you want it. You are a covenant child. You are a child of promise. And this is what you know. I want you to know that your destiny is not determined by what you think or what you do or what your father did or what other people do when there is famine. You need to consult me. You need to know what I want. You need to understand what I want. You need to understand what is good for you according to my plan. And this time, I do not want you to leave Egypt. I don't want you to leave Gerar. I don't want you to, I don't want you to leave this land. I want you to stay in this land and don't not go down, do not go down to Egypt. 
you are not supposed to go down to Egypt. This is my plan. I want you to understand this because I don't want you to lose me because if you lose me, you will end up again acting like Isaac when your famine comes or you have already acted like him or you are about to act like him. But if you listen to the word of the Lord that has put in my mouth today on how to survive any famine that comes to you, you will be victorious and you will survive anything that comes. Isaac did not know, although he knew he was a child of covenant. He knew that he was a child born out of a promise. Because, of the, because the famine just came, he did not go to the God of survival, the God of provision. He did not even think of seeking the face of God. Why? Because his father had already helped him to understand or programmed in his mind that you ran away. To another country. You run away when things are not tough. You quit the job when things are bad. Or you just you, you just withdraw or you retreat or, or run away or, do, or save yourself. That's what he went to without asking God. But because we serve a God of covenant and a God who knows your destiny and who has your destiny in his hand and who has my destiny in his hand, then God could not allow the plan that he had for Isaac and his family, you know, and for the generations after him, to be aborted by simply jumping into an option that was provided by his father, you know, years back. So God quickly comes in and tells him, do not leave. Do not leave Egypt. Um, do not leave Gerar. Do not leave this land. Stay in this land. And I want you to be with me here and watch. And God tells him, if you stay in this land, if you dwell in this land, as opposed to running away or the escapism mentality that people run into every time there's a crisis in a church, there's a crisis in your place of work, there's crisis in your business. You can, you, 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 people run around like chicken that has been chopped off its heads. They just run away in all directions. They, they are passively make decisions and quickly make decisions, some of which they come to regret why they made them because they did not, have, they did not consort. This time God comes to the head of Isaac and he tells him, Isaac, I do not want you to leave this land where you are i know there is famine but i am going to be the god who will cushion you during this time of famine i know there is it's, it's dry i know your sheep and your goat need grass they need they need they need they need to survive they need to survive this and they need grass and the grass is dry they need something green on the ground and there's nothing green on the ground in other words god was not trying to ignore the circumstance but God was trying to tell Isaac that I can make you survive. I can be your provision. I know there is nothing green for your sheep and for your goats and for your camels or for your animals to be on the safe side. Stay on or to live for or to live, you know, your animals don't have nothing. But God was trying to tell him that you are, you are a covenant child. You are a child of promise. And I want you to fit in my plan because your survival is determined by how well you fit. How well you fit in my plan.